Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike, the intern, Ned Reynolds, back in the studio on a Monday morning. So the fans got a chance to get in front of the Kansas City Chiefs on Sunday in St. Joseph, Missouri, the first open practice for the fans. buddy of mine actually got a ball signed by Patrick Mahomes, lucky dog. Kind of a disjointed first practice, though, wouldn't you say? (laughs) I can hear those New York Giants fans just chirping right now. We told you. We told you. Which, of course, they did with all the text from the Chiefs picked up Kadarius Tony. Down he goes with a tweak in the knee. Oh, <laughs> many Christmas. Anyway, the tweak in the knee is described by Andy Reid as simply that. Uh, nothing real serious. But he did leave the practice field. That's that's kind of curious. Nonetheless, a slight injury to Kadarius Tony. What else is new? It's going to happen all year long. And number two, the fact that Chris Jones is not there. And Andy Reid says he, Andy Reid, is a little surprised. And quite frankly, so am I. It's a contract negotiations in which they are apparently very far apart. What they're negotiating is an extension. It's not this year's contract. Jones is already under contract to play for the Chiefs this year. That, that can't be broken. It's the following years. So what Jones could do... Highly, highly unlikely, but what he could do is sit out. And I don't think he will, but if he did, then he'd become a free agent and make his own deal. As is, if he plays, he can still become a free agent at the end of the season, which is probable, or possible, rather than probable, let's say possible. And then the Chiefs could, of course, get back in the hunt and make their own deal. But they want to have a contract extension to make sure he's going to wear that red and white. And indeed, Jones has said that's what he wants to do. So I think this is just holding out from training camp. I hope you're right. They need to get that deal done. And don't be so hard on Tony, okay? Maybe they were just being preventative. Also, they don't need to have that guy doing punt returns anymore and sharp cuts. Except that it was not. It was punt returns, but it wasn't part of the drills. No, it's just practicing in the beginning. Practicing for the heck of it or just doing something, maybe messing yeah. around with his teammate. Again. That's the key. Yeah, right don't be me- doing sharp cuts. There's no reason for him to be doing that stuff. Golf was <laughs> a major story in the area, and uh, Price Cutter uh, Charity Championship looked like it was a pretty good one. A little warm, though. <laughs> just a bit, but it's it's really kind of nostalgic in a way because Pearson Cootie leads practically from TD Green. He didn't lead the whole thing, but he led for much of the tournament, and he wins it. Pearson Cootie is the grandson of the 1971 Masters champion, Charlie Cootie. That dates back to when I was first at KY3. Charlie Cootie was a veteran member of the PGA Tour. And these two, that's right, there are two of them, his twin brother finished two strokes behind. (laughs) All right, Pearson Cootie wins the PCCC championship and the first prize of $180,000. Pales in comparison to the millions they get on the PGA Tour, but this is the minor leagues. Okay, he finished two ahead of three others, including his twin brother, Parker Cootie. They both were Texas Longhorns. They traveled together. Mike, they left the Ozarks $238,250. That's what they won. $238,250. That's Parker Cootie's for third place, or second place, actually. And Pearson Cooties is the winner. 
Those guys pocket their checks and they leave for the next tournament. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I wonder uh, if he uh, had to buy his brother dinner after that one. I suspect probably. Yeah, uh, the, the younger probably. one probably. Both yeah, brotherly one. love. You're never going to hear the end of it. Uh, British Open also, who won in England? It's an unheralded American golfer named Brian Harmon. Now, he's not new to the Pro Tour, but he's, he's really never won. Product of the University of Georgia, 36 years old, and this is his first major victory. Never won before. In fact, he has very few tour victories. He does have some, but finished 13 under par in rainy conditions. Rainy conditions. What else is new at the British Open? They played Royal Liverpool, and he finished 13 uh, under par and six ahead of the challengers, and a really steady tournament for a lefty. And he is a left-hander, Brian Harmon. He is the British Open champion for 2023. So, on a day when a former Cardinal entered the Hall of Fame, did the Redbirds get a win? No, they did not. Now, the Cardinal who entered the Hall of Fame, as most of you know, is Scott Rowland. He was inducted into Cooperstown yesterday. Very emotional uh, circumstances, including that uh, by his partner, Fred McGriff, who is the other individual to go into the Hall of Fame. Fred the Crime Dog McGriff, who is... Just a great home run hitter. Anyway, those two went in the Hall of Fame. No, the Cardinals did not win. Really need to get one, too. Cubs won 7-2, all seven runs allowed by Jordan Montgomery, who went five and two-thirds innings in this game. Uh, this this is really kind of interesting, Mike, because of talking to some friends of mine. What did they have to do in that Cardinals-Cubs series? I thought, and the others agreed with me, Cardinals really had to win three out of four. Instead, they lose three out of four. Cardinals are now 12 under 500, 11 out of first place. Well, do they have a chance? Well, I think probably with the trade deadline this week, tonight and, the, well, the next three games that they have coming up are the telltale. Cardinals play the Arizona Diamondbacks out in Phoenix. Tonight, Adam Wainwright is going to try to come back tonight after being on the sidelines now for about oh, a little over, little over 14 days now. He's been sidelined with what was supposed to be shoulder injuries. He said, hey, the shoulder feels fine. I've had some injections in there. My curveball is really biting very well. Hey, we'll see. He gets the call tonight against the Diamondbacks. If Adam Wainwright is on and can hold the Diamondbacks, hey, maybe some good things can happen to the Cardinals. But we'll, again, just have to wait and see how things pan out. Three-game series out in Phoenix against a team that's challenging in the National League West. Challenging and, in my personal opinion, a lot better than the Chicago Cubs, so good luck. All right, Ned, let's talk about the Royals. How'd they do? Well, they fell to the New York Yankees and got swept by the Yankees at Yankee Stadium. What else is new? Yankees 8, the Royals 5. Just Kansas City just continues to play out. The, the kids are trying hard. Don't get me wrong. They're playing hard. They want to win everyone, but they're simply unable to get that done. They're just not strong enough in the pitching department. But the Springfield Cardinals did win. They beat the Arkansas Travelers 8-7 last night in the closing game of their six-game series. So the Springbirds are still two games under 500. head down to Tulsa this week to play the Tulsa Drillers, then come back home next week. And kind of the only bright spot when it comes to baseball in Missouri. All right, so uh, we did have some racing as well over the weekend. A little racing in uh, your old stomping ground. This is the uh, Pocono 400, Mount Pocono, Pennsylvania. Beautiful country. And and a great racing facility, too. The fans absolutely love it. It's in a town called Long Pond, Pennsylvania. 
And indeed, they have racing there every year, including Indy-style racing. But last, or yesterday, I should say, it was NASCAR. <laughs> seven, seven laps remaining in the race. They had a restart because of the spin-out. So they restarted the race, called everybody together, and they started in the position in which the um, caution flag fell. Well, Kyle Larson's in the lead. Denny Hamlin got right out, kind of pushed him a little bit, forced him into the wall, knocked him out of the race, and Denny Hamlin gets the win at the Pocono International Raceway. The fans weren't happy. Neither is Kyle Larson. A lot of acrimony on the NASCAR circuit because Denny Hamlin may, may have been a bit aggressive. Whatever. Hey, that's part of racing. You know, we'll see what happens from there. But the winner is Denny Hamlin. Yeah, Rubbin's racing, as they say, and the only guys complaining are the ones that ain't winning. Ned, have a great day. I'll see you tomorrow.